0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thank you for being at my podcast. Everyone has one now. Podcasts are everywhere. I've been doing it for a long time, and I still like doing it, and I like that you're coming and listening, so thank you for that. Boy, I have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Addiction, um, tiny, tiny stuff, <laughs> uh, shoes. But first, let me tell you what we did this morning. Oh, fun stuff. We had our fifth COVID shot. <laughs> we had the original two that, that you got when the, when the vaccine first came out. You know, you had one, then a month later, you had the second one. And this is our third booster. So total five shots from the time the vaccine first came out. I am waiting for the shoe to drop on it because you never know how you will react. The first one, the very first one we had, we had a little bit of a reaction reaction in that we felt sluggish. No big deal. We just kind of uh, felt sluggish and our arm got sore. The arm has gotten sore every time. I get the shots in my right arm. I'm right handed and by putting it in my right arm, it forces me to use that arm. The last one, the last booster we had, the arm got very sore, but the person giving that particular shot, it was the first time I felt the shot, really felt it. It, it hurt, in other words. Um, today, the person that, that gave the shots was very good. She was, she was excellent. I am drinking a lot of water. We had the, the shot first thing this morning. I'm drinking a lot of water which I did not do the last time. I forgot. I forgot to do it. I I think that really does help. Mm, Is it the placebo effect where you think it helps? So it does. I don't know, but my arm did get very sore last time, the most sore. So I am trying to use my arm a lot and um, I am drinking a lot of water. So that's the first thing that happened today. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Matthew Perry because he has come out and revealed a very serious condition that he had due to drug abuse, um, opioid use. I hope I'm saying that right. I find that a hard word to say. It's not funny. I'm laughing because I can't say it right. Um, His colon ruptured. Um, It... uh, was very serious and life-threatening. This was in 2018. He has revealed what really happened. When he was in the hospital at the time, he said his family, who spokesperson, said he had uh, a gastrointestinal situation and it was life-threatening. They put him on um, a a life support machine, he said, called ECMO. And it does all the breathing for your heart and lungs. And it's a Hail Mary machine, he says that you're really not expected to live Uh, they gave his family a two percent chance in 2018 of him coming out of it alive he did come out of it alive he spent five months in the hospital he spent nine months wearing a colostomy bag and he said his therapist has given him really good incentive to stay sober to stay clean completely clean off of everything he didn't say if he really was in the interview. He said he was pretty healthy. But he said it's, it's good incentive when your therapist tells you, picture your life for the rest of your life wearing a colostomy bag. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It has to do with your colon, and um, you'll understand why if you look that up if you don't know what a colostomy bag is. He said he took up to 55 Vicodin a day. He was clean in season nine of friends but he said he his weight plummeted to 128 pounds and his castmates got him through he said they surrounded him like a penguin and and propped him up in other words through several of the seasons of friends and you can see it in the weight loss and his behavior on friends if you watched if you watched any of that. Uh, I really do hope, after he spent two weeks in a coma, uh, five months in a hospital, on a life support machine, uh, nine months wearing a colostomy bag, super weight loss, I really hope that he is doing well. He's been through a lot. And I'm sending good vibes out to Matthew Perry. I liked him as Chandler on friends the show maybe doesn't hold up so well now uh, i liked him very much in the uh, movie with selma hayek i thought they they were really good together in that film uh that, that he did with her so so kudos to him for making it making it through and i hope he can can really stay clean he he said he was so bad at one point If the police had threatened him, if you drink today, uh, I will arrest you. We will arrest you and take you to jail. He said he'd start packing his bag. He couldn't stop. He really could not stop. And his drinking started pretty early in in the beginning years of friends. So anyway, uh, addiction is a serious, serious thing. Um, uh, there's a tiny hotel. This guy has built this these uh, little cabins. There are seven of these cabins, and it's called a tiny hotel. And it, it's actually pretty interesting. It it looks the the uh, the actual cabins look Scandinavian in design because they are influenced by Scandinavian design. Each tiny cabin has um, their own hot tub and so forth there's a man-made lake that you can fish there's a dock that everyone shares problem with me is this really pretty little area there is in waco texas and if you have ever been to waco texas chip and joanna gaines made made it trendy uh david koresh made it infamous in our family Gary's mom was born in Bosque County, I guess, and raised in Waco, Texas. Her family, uh, the rest of Gary's mom's family, uh, remained there. His grandmother, um, two of his aunts, his co- he had only had two cousins. He only now has one first cousin that he... Hasn't seen in many, many years who lives in Texas. But there isn't a lot to do in Waco, Texas. Now, you do have Magnolia and all of this stuff that Chip and Joanna brought. But ultimately, uh, it's about a two-hour drive from the Dallas area. Boring drive on Interstate 35 to get to Waco. Uh, The best part about going to Waco from Dallas is stopping in a check Czechoslovakian settled little town called West, and in West they have great food and delicious kolaches. If you know what those are, they're yeast rolls that are that have um, generally sort of like a jam sort of, and that's the only way I can explain it. Like pressed down into it, out into the top. But for me, I always loved the sausages. That were stuffed inside the yeast rolls in West Texas. It's a charming little town. Not much to do there. It could be now. I haven't been back in um, 20 years now, but it's a, a, a fun place to eat. And um, there used to be a place also that Gary's mom loved between Dallas and and uh, Waco called the Turkey Shop and. Oh, delicious food. And you can buy turkeys and stuff and take with you smoked turkeys. Really delicious, really fun stuff. So, these little tiny hotel cabins are not cheap. <laughs> they, this guy, very young guy, by the way, purchased this plot of land. He had support from family, financing, all sorts of ways to, to make this happen. And he did make his dream happen. Um, but, uh... He, this, this young guy doing this tiny hotel, also the prices vary by what's going on, what the demand is. So there's no set rate. It goes up and down. It's kind of like Brightline here, the train that goes from here to, to Miami and Fort Lauderdale and soon to go to Orlando from West Palm. Uh, They vary the prices. You never know what the ticket price will be or what section of the train you want to be in and then the price based on is there some sort of game in Miami? What's going on? Same thing with this tiny hotel in Waco, Texas. What's going on? Baylor, the university, is in Waco. So if there's a big game, the prices go way up. And I mean way up. This little... Tiny hotel business is not cheap there on a plot of land in Waco, Texas. It looks like they have it landscaped fairly nicely. So if you're interested, uh, tiny hotel, (sighs) Waco, Texas, look it up. Guess what's back, ballet ballet flats. They have been out for a while, but they're back. Now for me, I've always loved wearing ballet flats. I haven't had any in a while, but I, I had actual ballet flats for real for dance class. <laughs> um, those are not that comfortable. They, they uh, have elastic band hold them on, um, silver, I mean not silver, satin ribbons you tie around your ankle and they look so good and, and you need them, you definitely need them if you are really in ba- in dance classes. Those are not the same thing though, as the ballet flats, the shoes ballet flats. But they're back. They're coming back with a vengeance. I kind of like that. I don't wear a lot of clothes and shoes because I live in South Florida and my feet are always exposed. But let me tell you, I'm going to end the podcast today on the weather because it went below 70 this morning when I walked out to have my coffee. It was 71 and very airy, very cloudy, very damp. And then the, the, the uh, thermometer went down. So um, I may have to break out a long sleeve top and close-in shoes. I may have to run and try to find me some of those back-again, in-style ballet flats, ballet slippers. Thank you for being here. These podcasts are always available on NorthPalmBeachLive.com. That's our website. Check it out. Lots of stuff there for you to see about what we've been up to. Uh, Our YouTube channel by the same name, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. These are also resting on many platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and tons of other platforms, GG and the 561, out there for you to listen to, and I appreciate it. Don't forget about my books. If it gets to be kind of a chilly day where you are and you want to snuggle in with some just some fun books, Pamela Walker. my novels are out there on Amazon, so go find them. We do appreciate you. Uh, Gary writes travel stories for all things cruise. So we're busy, we're doing a lot of stuff. I wish you safety and warmth and comfort as October is rolling on and it is getting to be chilly in many places in the country. So stay cozy and warm, but stay with my podcast. Thanks for being here, I'm Pam Barker. Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.